Let's Go Girls is for women who want to hear conversations about modern dating, relationships, and heartbreak while learning to master the art of self-love, personal growth, and building confidence. This show has candid conversations, relatable yet inspiring life stories, and strategies for turning relationship hurdles into stepping stones for becoming your very best self. Your host, Lauren Walsh, licensed therapist and certified master life and relationship coach, makes every episode feel like you've just sat down on your best friend's couch and are ready for some girl talk. So pour yourself a beverage and let's go girls. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Go Girls. This is episode four. It still feels weird, but I still really love recording. Um, I think Sunday mornings is definitely my favorite time to record. I just feel like I have a nice vibe going. I'm in my office. It's super peaceful, super quiet. I have my tea. I have a candle going. I don't know. I just like it. So I feel like Sunday mornings is going to be like my go-to. So Today, we are talking about dating apps. I recently reactivated my Hinge profile after a very long break, so it feels like it's just the right time to talk about dating apps because they're difficult, to say the least. If, if you've ever been on them, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I want to cover some of the challenges I think a lot of women are experiencing when using the app, and I want to give some of my insight into why I think we're experiencing those issues, and also give some tips on how to navigate the apps better and like just deal with using the apps um, a little bit better and combat like dating app burnout because it, it definitely can be draining. So let's jump in. I think a lot of the challenges that women are experiencing, myself included, and this is coming from my own personal experience and uh, people that I know and clients that I work with, they're swiping w- to what feels like endlessly and they're hardly finding any good matches. And when I say good matches, I'm really I mean physically attractive ones, right? Because I know that sounds terrible to say, but it's a pro- all you have to go off of is a few pictures and a few prompts. So unfortunately, with these apps, the physical piece is right at the forefront and kind of one of the only things you have to go off of. So I know it sucks to say, but that's what they're finding. Not enough physically attractive profiles. Also, the guys that you do find attractive and you're harding their profile, they are not harding you back. And guys, I use the term harding or liking, not swiping, because I don't use the swipe method anymore. Because I've swiped the wrong direction so many times, I've learned my lesson. So now I just, I use the heart, so I can't screw it up. So just be mindful of that. Um, And the ones that you do actually match with, where you've both swiped, you both hearted each other's profile, the girl sends a message and there's no response back. Uh, also, conversation just fizzling out, kind of going nowhere pretty fast. These these are the things that women are experiencing and myself included. I've always been curious to see how the dating apps are in other states because this is what the majority of people that I've worked with or that I know in my area, North Jersey, are experiencing. And I've always wondered if it's the same in other states. So yeah, I don't know. I I would love to hear if there's anyone that's not in New Jersey that's listening to this. Very curious to see if it's any better or any different. A part of me feels like it 
might be, but I don't know. Maybe that's just like wishful thinking. But in North Jersey, this is definitely what is happening on the dating apps and what I'm hearing the most of. And this is all leading to more and more women getting burnt out from the dating apps, feeling hopeless about ever finding someone and just thinking that they're going to die alone. I get it. I've been there. The dying alone thing is on a lot of people's minds. I, I'm i running a women's group uh, every Wednesday, and that was one of the first questions that I asked the group. Have, have you ever felt like or worried about dying alone, or do you currently feel that way? And every single member of the group raised their hands. So yeah, that's what that's what women are going through right now. So I want to get into some of the reasons why I think this is what's happening on the dating apps these days. So for one, dating apps are the fastest way to get exposed to other single people. I mean, think about it. You can swipe endlessly for hours and it'll just keep finding you profiles to show you. And because of this, I think many people getting on the app are potentially on a break with someone. You know, they're on it to kind of see who's out there. Uh, I think they're getting on them the second that they break up with someone. Because for many people, you know, trying to find someone new after a breakup is like the their way of coping, their way of, you know, trying to get over it, right? And it's the worst thing you can do, but, you know, that's for another episode. But I think that that is a lot of the population on the apps is people that are, like, in between relationships. So either, like, on a break or having just broken up with someone. And that's not good. It's not good because they're single, but they're not available, right? And that's a problem. I also think a lot of people are on it for the wrong reasons, like validation or to boost their own ego. And that's why you see a lot of non-responses or convos dying out because they're, they really just want to feel wanted for a second, right? People sometimes want to just feel like they're dateable, feel the feeling of like, oh, I can still get people or, you know, I'm still getting swipes and, you know, that girl found me attractive. And for some, that's enough for them. They're not really furthering conversation or making any effort to get to know you or to see you because they're not actually available for a relationship. They're not emotionally available. They are using this as a source of validation because of whatever it is that they're going through. Side note, do you guys know that when we get likes and matches and messages and notifications on our phones, dopamine actually gets released in our brains? And if you don't know what dopamine is, it's the feel-good chemicals in our brain. But isn't that crazy? Like just from a notification, that can get released in your brain. It's crazy. Like something so little actually is producing feel-good chemicals. I also think that not everyone is on the app as much as we might think they are. I don't think that men or women are having such a genuinely positive experience on the app. Like neither gender or anyone is I've heard truly rave about the apps and say, you know, what a positive, great experience they're having. So a lot of people aren't necessarily dedicating tons of time to it or taking it seriously. For sure, some do, some absolutely do, but not everyone does. So just because a conversation fizzled or you didn't get a match doesn't even necessarily mean that it was you. It doesn't mean that they looked at your profile and were like, ew, no. So many people aren't even 
opening the app, checking the app. They have their notifications turned off. You know, that was me for a while too. So, you know, just keep that in mind. All right. So I also want to touch on something that I believe has led to a major decline in the quality of the dating apps. Ladies, don't get mad at me for this. Um, I'm kind of defending the men here, but that's filters. Not all, but a lot of women are filtering and editing their pictures and their bodies so much so that in person, they're unrecognizable. And I think this is a really huge issue, uh, really on so many levels. But to just keep this about dating apps right now, because obviously that's what we're talking about, uh, this is is a problem. And I do think that it really has – like deteriorated the apps in some way. I'm not to say that they were ever like super amazing, but a lot of men have shown up to dates, paid for dates, and the date that showed up did not look like their profile. I've heard this from many men's mouths before, and I feel bad. I really do. I feel bad. Um, Again, like not everything is about the physical, but when it comes to the apps, it's one of the only things you have to go off of before you meet someone. So I think the fact that so many men have shown up on dates and, you know, have seen the girl not look like her profile is, is like interfering with their desire to take the app seriously, right? Like because they have in their head when they're swiping, like does this girl even look like this? Like is she even real? Um, and and I, I think that's honestly, I it's a really it's a huge problem. And what this has done is it's led to a lot of men asking for FaceTime calls or coffee dates only. Because they want to make sure you look like what you're putting out there on the internet. And I've heard a lot of women complain about that. I've actually complained about it too. I was like, so if you don't personally know me, you wouldn't know this, but I hate FaceTime. Hate it. Not because I'm hiding what I look like. I just, I don't know. I truly hate it. So if I FaceTime you, like I was madly in love with you because because I really hate it. Like I don't FaceTime friends. Like I just can't stand it. But I totally get it. I really totally get why men want to do that. Um, I'm 100% on their side because, yeah, women have a lot, a lot of shit to deal with. But I do kind of feel for them, like kind of having to show up and pay for a date and, you know, when they don't when they like it was false advertisement, I, I feel for them on that. And and I and I get it. I, I really get why they would want to do FaceTime. And I really think that's the reason. I really think these filters have led to that. They've they, and they've gotten out of control. You know, I feel like when they first uh like came out, and I don't know when that was, but I feel like it was more of like a lighting issue and that's fine. But now it's People are really changing their features and really smoothing their skin and taking every single flaw away and even adjusting their bodies like Facetune is out of control. That app, it's it's honestly it's it's scary and like people that I know and love, I, I see them do it and 
yeah, it's, you know, I feel like that's, I don't know, maybe another episode or, or something. But yeah, the filters, I truly, truly believe have negatively impacted online dating. So now that we've had an interesting chat about the dating apps, I want to leave you guys with some tips to help navigate the apps, feel a little better, feel a little less stressed while you're using them. So number one, don't take anything personal. You can't because it's literally not a personal connection yet. It's a complete stranger on an app who you know nothing about. So just remind yourself of that. It's not personal. It's not personal. Two, make sure you're using dating apps as a small little tool to talk and potentially meet partners, and you're not using it in place of a social life. You shouldn't be using Hinge or any of the other apps because you have nothing to do on the weekend. That causes you to operate from a state of desperation. So work on building a social community first, try new things, try new activities, and use the apps just to add to that, right? You don't you don't want to be depending on the apps to to do stuff, to have a social life. That's that's not what they're for. Three, set realistic expectations. You know, not every interaction is going to lead to something, and that is totally okay. Four, Limit your time on the apps. Give yourself 10 to 15 minutes a day, whatever feels like a good time for you for swiping, and then cut it off. Make it less overwhelming. Five, be authentic. Show up as you, who you are, what you look like. Be you so you can attract the people that actually will like you for you. And don't be scared to scare people away. I think a lot of times we avoid putting certain things on our profile because we don't want to be a turnoff or we don't want people to be like, oh, yikes, and, you know, scare people away. But honestly, it's good if you're scaring people away. Like you're literally weeding out people that aren't for you. Like on my profile, I have my cats on there and I want to scare all the non-cat lovers away. Don't speak to me if you don't think cats are cute. (laughs) Don't speak to me if you don't think cats are funny. Like, you're not for me. Like they're my little kitties are not going anywhere. So it's just really important that people know that about me. Right. So don't be afraid to scare people away. It's actually a good thing. Reframe it. You are weeding out the people that aren't for you. Six, stay open-minded. If someone looks remotely attractive enough, and I hate to keep saying that, but again, like you, physical is all you have to go off of on these apps. So I'm sorry, I'm not trying to sound like super vain or like a bitch, but it it is what it is. But seriously, if you find a, if you come across a profile and they look remotely normal and or attractive, give them a chance, talk to them, be open-minded. Guys, like men don't usually have the opportunity for pictures that girls do. I saw this, uh, I was, uh, it was on a Netflix uh, special, Jared Freed. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's literally hilarious. He's a comedian. He's the host of the You Up podcast. And he has uh, like a comedy special on Netflix. And he has like a whole like skit about this, about how like guys don't have the opportunity to be like, um, hey, I'm going to I'm going to stand in front of this sunset real quick. If you could just like snap a couple pics. <laughs> it's really hilarious. I recommend you watch it. But no, seriously, usually guys don't have the same opportunities that girls have. So their pictures aren't 
probably going to wow you. So if they look remotely normal, talk to them. Give them a chance. Don't always write off guys because of their pictures. Last one, if they're stressing you out and causing you to not feel happy, delete the apps. Delete them. Pause your profile. Take a break. Don't just stay on them and continue to stress yourself out. Take a break. They'll be waiting for you when you're ready to re-engage, when you're ready to reactivate that profile. They're going to be there. So take a break. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate every single one of you that has taken the time to listen. I really can't thank you enough. If uh, you're in New Jersey and you're interested in potentially starting therapy, I have a couple of openings left in my private practice. So shoot me an email. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, I also offer coaching and that's worldwide. So we can talk about that too. So email me with your questions and please stay connected to me over on Instagram. Um, if you're not already following me, follow me at Be Kind to Your Mind Counseling NJ. NJ is like New Jersey. And I will talk to you guys at the next episode. Have a wonderful day.